Welcome to the Way Off Track Podcast with your hosts, Kyle and Justin. We got to stop doing that. That's not a, it sounds like we're going on a game show. Welcome. Doesn't that, doesn't that sound good? Like, welcome to the, you know, like jock jams. Welcome to the big show. Yeah. That sounds, I'd rather have you just do that. You sound like you're going to like do some. You know I mean? Game uh, show hosting. Uh, well, okay, well. It doesn't, well it, it, I got a song. It's I happened, got... everybody. Welcome to Way Off Track Podcast, the number one podcast in the world, we think. Talking about track and field related stuff, right? Yeah. In the world. It, and, yeah, just stuff. About, yeah, Abe Lincoln on Google. Check stuff. it out. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Justin, Kyle, back with you again. Hopefully next week, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll have some guests. Second episode. Yeah, yeah. Our producers did not fire us. We haven't gotten canceled yet. No. We are our producers. Um, so yep. if we canceled ourselves, I guess that'd be pretty tough. That would not be good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So. Is it true that podcasts end after, like, the seventh seventh podcast? They say at most podcasts stop or end. After the seventh, yeah. So as I long think... as we make eight, yeah, we're gonna go to a hundred. At least, I would say at least. There's 100. no way we get to a hundred. What? Why not? We're doing this like if people watch it, that's great. If not, oh we're just having God. fun. We're having fun doing this. You heard it here. A hundred can't touch this table without the mic freaking out. Yeah, don't but. Be... Don't do that. You heard it here. You We're going to go to 100 episodes. 100 episodes and one Maybe. viewer. All right. Well, what do you think? We are, what are we, seven full days into track practice now? Yep. Yeah. Last Monday. Was our start. And today's the... Tuesday night. Today is Tuesday night. We didn't quite get a Sunday episode in because we were too busy. So uh, we, we put it off to we a Tuesday. We put it to a Tuesday. Tuesday. You never know. You might just get, you know, we you, we might do another one tomorrow. For some, that's the start of their work week. We m- I mean, I guess. I don't know who you work with, but not me. Uh, we might we might do another one. We might do three more tomorrow. We might try three to Three podcasts in a row. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what we would talk about in three times in three days. We got extra headsets. And mics. And, and Michaels. Remember when I told you you were supposed to put those over there so they weren't like... Here? Yeah, so they weren't. Well, like, then in the, the viewer video. doesn't know that they're there. That was the point. We didn't want the viewer to know. Ah. But now they're like, A plus me saying that we got more. B. Oh, I'm sorry about that. My phone's on there too. <laughs> this is, we need a producer. This is why we need a producer. Yeah. But they get now like, oh. So they weren't lying. We they we have more headsets and mics. The mics are over there. We got a little, yeah. little stand for the edge of the table. Our guests are gonna sit over there. You're gonna have to get a little more comfy to me. Well, I don't smell that. Bad. What if I we, do shower daily? What if we have a Most guest? The, <laughs> the guest is gonna sit right here uncomfortably in the middle. Two of them. Two of them. <laughs> We're really. No, we shouldn't say that because really nobody's gonna want to come be a guest on our show. Then but they're gonna sit right here. I'm going to put my arm around him, and we're going to just talk to him like this. Like we're on a really uncomfortable touch, date. 
about the Bucks trophy here? Like in oh, that's the actual Bucks trophy. No. Oh, hey, I forgot to tell you. Okay. Or maybe I didn't forget to tell you. So this is, I, I splurged after the championship run. This is the 1971 little 14-inch uh, one, and the uh, the new one is. Oh, so that's not the real one. No, it's a little taller than this. But what I was gonna say is, I got to um, at the Wisconsin Herd Arena in Oshkosh. Here, I went over and got to take my picture with the actual trophy and touch it. Larry like the Bucks. 1971. No, no, no. Like the one they won this year. The one that traveled to Greece and all that kind of fun so stuff. So it looks like that one. It looks just like that, but about this tall. It's smaller than you'd think, though. Uh-huh. Here, I actually have... So that's the actual 1970. Okay, that joke's not... Mm, yeah, you're well. just... <clears throat> that's okay. No. Did your computer die? No, no. I was just updating something, I guess. Okay. Um, I actually... I'm going to pop this up real quick. Um, ooh, ooh, I'm making oh, this is you're gonna show me. Yeah, I'm gonna try to show you here. I have way too many emails. Check this out. Is this the ring? This is that is the oh, actual. Oh, that's the trophy. The actual Larry Brown. Did you trophy. touch the ball? Yeah, I did. I I, I had to. Oh, they'll, they'll allow that. Yeah, they they did. That's actually pretty dope. And look at it. I'm wearing my Oshkosh track and field stuff for this picture and everything. Nice job. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it was, I was going to have you go with, but then I, I sent you a text and realized that it never sent, it like didn't, it, it didn't work. Oh. Yeah. It was last well, week, Friday. It's not good. No, I'm sorry about that. But uh, yeah, cool event. Got to check out the trophy. First time I ever, well, of course it's the first time I ever touched First time I got to hold one of those bad boys. Because... The Bucks have never won one in my lifetime. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the first. So yeah, um, really cool. That was cool. That was cool for sure. Well, congratulations. Thanks. I uh, won the trophy and put my fingerprints all over it. There you go. Yeah, thing went to Greece. You know, done some traveling. Uh, anyways, back to the season. I know we got a little off track. Damn it! That's not. I'm bad at this. Ah, there it oh, is. There it is. Gosh, we need an executive producer. We are now hiring a rate of two Mountain Dews per episode. Okay, Gatorades? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so we just got done with our first week. Mm-hmm. And... Starting into week two here. Start. We, we're, we're actually into week two. Yeah. We had a lactic day today. That was... Uh, you got to see. I, you know, being on the high jump surface in the corner, uh, or in the end, not the corner, I guess, but at the end, yeah, I get to, uh, I get to see all the people coming around and really struggling on that, that yeah. turn three. You know how area. in like a log ride or like a water park, they have the splash zone. Yeah. You got the splash jump zone yeah. of like where kids puke. That's how close you got. Yeah, Lachlan came over to me today and said that he, I think he used the term yacked. He yacked. Yeah. And then he high jumped a few times. And he yacked and then he, over And then the he bar. went to work. <laughs> he yacked as he was going over the bar. That yeah, would have. That's actually, impressive. Uh, that would have been the end of high jump practice because I'm yeah. sure it would have been all over the mat. Okay, so the goal is not to get a kid to puke. No, no, no. no but. No, but we do pride ourselves in being able to make that happen. It is just, possible just that that can happen. Um, but no, we, we ended up doing a broken 300 mm-hmm. style workout. So we ended up going, um, I called it one warm up set and then three 
working sets. And long story short, we ran a 200. And then when we finished at the line, they had to walk briskly, kitty corner, mm-hmm. over to the 100 meter mark. Right, wherever where I was kind of. Right. Yep, I so they got 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, the women were at 30 to 31 seconds for their, their 200. Mm-hmm. And then they would have to hustle their buns over to the 100 meter start. They would basically just run one curve um, and they'd push out. You know, we tried to have it emulate the idea of like finishing a 400 or finishing a 200. Um, and then once they got around the curve, we had an entire straight yeah. of mini hurdles. Yeah. And we put those in the first three lanes. Yep. So when they'd run the 200, they'd go in lanes four, five, and six. Right. Run all the way around, finish, hustle on over to the opposite side of the indoor 200 meter track. Everyone, we have an indoor 200 meter flat so track. The 100 started one, lanes one through three. Yes. And then they would go over to the start of the 100 meter mark and they would basically just finish through the last 100 meters. Um, and I'd put mini hurdles down. I put wickets mm-hmm. down. And what that really emphasized was just the idea of making sure that we're getting our feet down and we're accelerating through that line. We're reinvesting. We're committing to finishing through the line. You yeah. know, we don't want to try to reach and, and tow and try to pull the line to us. We want to imagine running downhill. We want to imagine getting our feet down I'd and say, accelerating uh, through that line. And I think it was about 15, 15 to 16 mini hurdles on that last mm-hmm. stretch. Um I had a lot of positive feedback. By yeah, the way, I thought I thought that it looked like a it looked like a nice workout. I mean, I yeah. I thought I thought uh the Maltairs that came over, first of all, said oh, that, was, that was too hard of a workout. We're not high jumping today. We're gonna do we're gonna do shot put. We're gonna do throws instead. Yeah, they're weenies. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We can, you can't say that. Nah, you can say that. I guess. That's, well, they that's said a it in SpongeBob. That's true. Spongebob. True. If they said it in SpongeBob, you can say it anywhere. He said it in the Weenie Hut General. Yep. Yep. If you yep. get the reference, you know. So what are they selling? That's not the same episode. I, I know, but I'm just, it's making it was chocolates. It was chocolate. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Um, so they, they ended up running that workout. Uh, one warm up set where I did not time it. Um, and they had their flats on. Um, they ran the 200, they hustled on over. They had to have, they had to make sure they were back to that hundred meter mark though, within 45 seconds. So it wasn't just finish the 200 and then kick back and relax for two, three minutes. It was, you finish through the line and then you got to get over to that hundred meter mark because we want to make sure that we're living and staying in that, that lactic zone. We want to have that acidosis. Mm-hmm roll through our system, but we don't want to um, have these gigantic spikes and then drops. We right. want to almost pick it up gradually and just give a slight, slight decline sure. so that way they can live to fight another 100 meters with that 45-second walkover. Yeah. Um, and that's, I guess, honestly the point of Brokens in a nutshell. But I, I wanted to emphasize more technique behind it. I wanted to have strategy in running those broken threes, not just, Hey, here's two hundreds rest 30 seconds and then just run a hundred and just focus on the time of things. Yep, little more I wanted more 
actual technical backing behind those workouts. Mm -hmm. And as a coach or as an athlete who is interested in getting into the track and field concept of things, really try to be more, I would just say, invested in those running workouts, having some form of dynamic, having some form of, you know, like optical or, you know, something a little bit more tangible to just running for time. When you put those mini hurdles down, it honestly completely readdressed to those runners that you have to get your feet down. You have to hit the rhythm and timing mm -hmm. and body position and shapes and intensity through that line. Um, so it just goes to show that wickets or mini hurdles aren't just for top end sprinting when you're absolutely fresh. It, it really showed that you can reinforce good technique and good position when you're tired. Yeah. So speaking of tired, that's what though, I would encourage. I, it was my first time trying this. So if somebody else has already done this before, awesome. Kudos to you. Um, I loved it. I've kind of taken a Frankenstein's monster of some of the workouts that I've seen other programs do. And I just wanted to try this style. I wanted to try a broken 300 where you ran a 200, 45 seconds, get to the hundred meter mark and finish through in wickets. Yeah, speaking, and just rein, reinforce good technical position. Speaking of tired, though, I think um, this is kind of really first two weeks is uh is always an interesting, fun one because you get to see. I think, in my opinion, who's been uh, staying in shape all summer and doing something, and who just came and showed yep. up and was like, Man, "I played a lot of video games this summer." Oh so, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that'll work, that'll that workout will um, expose. Sure. Yeah, I will expose you. <laughs> yeah. That uh, one you will find out if you um did enough work this summer. <laughs> if you if you if you took care of your body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, we're gonna take is... the day off tomorrow. We're gonna have just a lift. So no impact. Um we're gonna keep the lift pretty light and live to fight another day. So that's something I changed too, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um in years past, um I never had a um, weekday in between style break, usually Wednesdays are my lactic days. Um, and now I've decided to go Monday, Wednesday, um, you know, either max velocity or a lactic the next day, just keeping it super, um, super light on Mondays, but fast technical. And then we would come back around today, Tuesdays, and we would hit a lactic perspective that wasn't too um, too intense, but it was still relatively intense, almost that hit to hit that two, four type of range of intensity and intention. Um, and then Wednesday, we're basically just saying no dynamic warm up um, from a, you know, high knees, a skips, B skips, like take the pounding off your legs. Let's get in a, a nice solid stretch, um, you know, workout routine and, or just get a lift in, whether that is squats, RDLs, hang clean, split jerk. Um, obviously we want to warm up for those things, but not a track style dynamic is really what I should say. So we do that on Wednesdays now. Um, yeah. and it's super quick. We're in and out and we're ready to attack the second we call basically half the week. So yeah. if the first half is Monday, Wednesday, sorry, if the first half is Monday, Tuesday, mm -hmm. Wednesdays off from pounding on our legs, mm -hmm. Uh, and then Thursday, Friday, we reinvest again. And then obviously Saturday, Sunday's off. Um, I, I like it. I think it's, uh, you know, you speak to 
kind of some things you're changing up this year um, on the sprint side. Well, just, you know, work outside. I think it's it's important to, as a coach, realize that, hey, you need to readdress or reevaluate, I should say, um, you know, what you're doing after every year, maybe even after every week or month or so, uh, but especially after the year and kind of see what, what worked last year, what didn't, what, what do we want to change, how, you know, what do we want to do? But I mean, it, to me as a coach, if you're not changing and evolving, you're falling behind. Yeah, 100%. You got to keep adapting your workout and your strategy. Um, find out what worked, keep it, hold on to it, add it to your toolbox. Um, what you feel didn't work, where you can improve, definitely, you know, adjust. Um, doesn't mean that you, and, and I know what you're saying, it does not mean that you have to reinvent the wheel every sure, single no, year. No. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but overall, you know, if we're asking these athletes to, you know, continue to change and adapt and mold, we as coaches have to do relatively the same. And I think that's what's what's helpful in my, um, you know, I would say style of coaching that I try to get to, you know, preach to the athletes is the idea that, you know, I'm willing to change and adapt and accommodate because I don't want a cookie cutter style program. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to follow the same relative emphasis or creed or, you know, you know, premise to your training as and your coaching style. Um, but you still want to have the ability to have a one-on-one, you know, conversation with that athlete and say, Hey, where this might help you, um, could be a different style of a, of a workout or a training plan relative to somebody that's even in your own event group. You know, it's a minor tweak. Um, but it also just allows that athlete to know that they're not just, you know, copy and paste Mm -hmm. same workout, same scenario. And they know that as coaches, we're willing to work with them on trying to find, you know, a different pathway, a different plan of attack with still being within the same, you know, box sure. yep. of, of understanding type of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, always keep adapting, keep evolving. Um, and in reality, we're, you're never too old to, to learn, to reevaluate. Um, you can teach an old dog new tricks. You can. Or a young dog in our, yeah. we're pretty young for, yeah, on the coaching scene anyways. Um, yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, Agreed. Yeah, and I, I think on our jumps, and I mean, I was talking to Ben. That's what I was going to ask you. How did high jump go? How oh, yeah. how'd, um you know, ben, talk with Benson. Yeah. Benson's our, our long triple jump coach, by the way. Coach Benson. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kyle, as we know, he works with high jump. But, yeah, how did the how did the jumpers look I'm excited so about, far? I'm excited about what I'm seeing. Um, we got some fresh new faces coming this year, and uh, a couple of those guys look, you know, pretty seasoned vets right now, just, just early on, some short approach work couple of drills that we're doing they're looking good they're looking smooth um looks like they haven't sip, skipped a beat and then we got a newbie uh that is totally trying high jump for the first time that just has a lot of pop that he's he's fun to work with too so um on the girls side skylar is still trying to kind of make sure we're, we're trying to work slowly with her just making sure her, From knees, her knee yeah, yeah she's had some knee issues that we're yep, trying to remedy so, and then when we get the multi-crew over there that's like a huge other crew. So that's, it's yeah. always, it's always interesting for me. That's the biggest thing that I'm, uh, I wouldn't say struggling with, but just having to adapt to is now that we're kind of doing a large multi crew, uh, and trying, at we least have trying a lot of people. What, what do we have? Six women, six men. Yeah. So five it's like, men. It's like a dozen. That's what I thought about a dozen. Well, and you got to remember this, you know, we, we're not even counting, you know, Riley. She's one of our, our high jumpers, hurdlers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
long triple jumpers. We talked about her last. She does just, last podcast. She yeah, could probably do anything. She From, could coach too. We should have she her could, coach. She could too. coach. Yeah. She could. Maybe yeah. that's what she should do. Yeah. She could just be the chancellor at UWO. Assistant at least. Assistant. Yeah. That's, oh, that's Daryl. But no, I mean that's Daryl's job, isn't it? Assistant chancellor, isn't it? Like assistant <laughs> chancellor or something? Or is he just athletic? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Be careful, Daryl. Riley Kent is just coming. She's gunning she's, for you. <laughs> she's ascending into roles higher than just being a high jumper. Evidently, <laughs> she's really um, moving. That's called climbing the ladder quick. But to... you, you have you have Riley, who we want to to morph into this multi, you know, perspective. We'll see if she wants to, but. If she's she'll want to. I'm hoping. We talked about this. You I'm know. hoping so. I'd so, really so love Riley, to see her just do for that. our viewers, she is an incredible athlete. Five six high jumper, thirty-seven in the triple, um, sub nine in the sixty hurdles, fourteen point in the one hundred hurdles. Mm-hmm. Um she's tall, she's athletic, she's a volleyball player as well. She's in volleyball season right now. Stud muffin. Gosh. Yeah, she's, she's just, just an athlete. She is just a good and she's like she's tall, she's put together like she can yeah, she's, she's well put she's, together physically. Yep. So overall, what's ironic is when we had a COVID year last year, which was tough to handle, but um, it did show how talented a lot of these incomers were last year. Now that she's a sophomore and has an actual season to build into, um, you know, knock on wood, that, that that's actually gonna. You this know, is wood. That is but wood. We're not supposed to knock. Yeah. When this, no, this is drywall. That's what. Well, but yeah, there you go. Right there. Thank you for pointing out the difference between those. Well, you did knock on the drywall. I, I did. I knocked on my head. Oh, <laughs> that's what hollow wood. Yeah. All right. So anyway, Riley is an athlete who just by accident would be a tremendous indoor multire for sure. Think of this. She already was high jumping, triple jumping. And hurdling all in the same meet. Mm-hmm. The True. the indoor multi is the sixty hurdles. She's already does that that in the meet. High jump, she already does that. We're substituting the triple jump for long jump, so she's already aware of how you know a runway works in her and the sand pit. Mm-hmm. Um, she has to throw the shot, which, uh, yeah, she's going to be just good at that. Um, finally it's getting her to commit to running an 800, 800. Yeah. Indoors. I forget, but yeah. And we'll just, I'll just tell her like, Hey, just, just hide in the middle of the pack and try to kick. Just no, just go out there and like establish, establish the lead and then slow it way down. (laughs) Oh yeah. Ruin ruin, ruin everybody's day. You know? As long as you finish, t- yeah. You know, but of course, like you know, what's nice is you you have Riley as a high jumper that you know once the volleyball season's done, she's a part of that too. Um, Kara, I mean, national qualifier in the in the javelin, a national qualifier in the triple jump. She's just an athlete. I mean, we we got to give her an opportunity mm-hmm. in that in that multi range. Great hurdler too. She's a sub nine um, hurdler um, in the sixty hurdles as well. Um, she definitely has the potential for that. That's you know she's a She's a vet, so she knows what it's like to be able to compete the college ranks. Um, we have um, Anna. Anna's new to the multi. She's a sophomore for us, but great jumper, plyometrically sound. Um, she's just kind of a jack of all trades. You know, she mm-hmm. she's understanding the hurdles. She's understanding the high jump. Um, she's somebody that can pick things up very quickly. You know, so it was exciting to see what she can build into. Um, Megan. 
is an incoming freshman for us. Um, is Megan the one that hurt with her, her with her, her arm. arm yeah. Today? Yep. Yeah. She had a wrist surgery. Yeah. That's, not long I didn't ago. know about that, but yeah, yeah, that's what they were telling me today. But overall, I mean, just an absolute athlete. Um, she went out for track her senior year of high school. I think she dabbled a little bit her junior year, but of course COVID. Mm-hmm. So she only really got like this junior year indoor season, if you will. Um, she just long jumped like pretty much 18 feet. Her first year ever just having some form of a COVID year season long jump. Um, and she's fast. Yeah, She's built. She's very athletic. You know, we get that wrist taken care of. So that way she doesn't have any issues, you know, where she's feeling some elbow pain and everything. But that's mm-hmm. hopefully that's just growing pains of, um, you know, re- rehabbing this this wrist mm-hmm. surgery that she's had. Um, but more or less, like, she's athletic too. This is an incredible uh, multi-crew yeah, I'm on the women's side and, and the men's side as well. Obviously, um, it's just cool to see, what, like 10? 10 to almost 12 athletes are multiing this year. Yeah, so th- that's that's the thing. It's like Men uh, and women, come on. Like what I was going on before we got off track. Um, it's it's tough. I don't know why. I just, I, I'm having to uh, sort of have almost have like two game plans for practice because it's like if I get the multi-crew come over, it's like oh, I got to do something different. And get you know, otherwise I have twenty kids sitting there, yeah. just waiting. Like, oh, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. And it's like, okay, I need to do some more rapid fire. And drills, then you're finding less out that explaining. Yeah, you're finding out that <laughs> the multiers, it's just more reps yeah. is more valuable. Yeah. Than trying to break down every specific you know cue well, and detail for me I'm, because I'm, sadly they're jumping to the next event. Yeah, yeah, they're they're barely going to remember it anyway. So just like let's get them some reps. <laughs> teach teach them just over. fundamental basics. Mm-hmm. Give them a couple chances, you know, a little trial by fire, tr- you know, feel it out. Um, give them some cuts at the deck, um, see what happens. And then, you you know, you slowly build it over time. But sure, yeah. A lot of time that's actionable, you know, uh, self-discovery Yeah, well, know, within yeah. their training. Yeah, that's that's a term we like to talk about a lot is that self-discovery <coughs> for sure. Um, Sorry. Yeah, when, when it comes to those, that multi-crew, it's it's fun. They're, they are, it's going to be a good group. Just, uh, oh, yeah. It, and it's fun because we've, man, in the past had like one or two girls or none <laughs> and like one or two or three guys. So I'm glad that we're really kind yeah, of pushing most, that this year. I mean, um, if you think about it from that multi range, it really does grow like a tree. You know, you got to, you got to lay the foundation on it. You got to get, you know, a group of, you know, committed athletes to go all in on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is more on me, but I've always just kind of, you know, given the opportunity to be a multier, but the moment that we would find success in one of those events, we'd almost just say, "Let's push him that way." Let's just let's just let's just have him jump. You know, yeah. Let's just have her mm-hmm. sprint. Let's just have her hurdle. You know, um, and this is the year where I'm finally committing to the idea that it's it's more of a mentality. It's more of a culture. Sure. Like you can be good in the hurdles, yeah, and be good at the multi. Like two things can be true at once. You can be a talented high jumper mm-hmm. and also be a great multier. And they don't necessarily have to have conflict. You can be great at both while training for both. You know, it's it's interesting. And I know we brought up O'Claire before, and we've we'll probably talked to them while they're in our conference. Of course, we're going to talk about them a lot. Um, but you look at O'Claire and, and their multiers, like a lot of them have been national mm-hmm. qualifiers in an open event too, and in the multi. And those those kids will do the multi and the open event at 
conference or something. Or it's Nats. Like they're, they're, or Nats, yeah. They're just, so it just shows just, that, that, it, that, you, that you toughness, can be. that butt kicker mentality. 1,000%. So I, I think that's awesome, though. It's just Exciting to see there. Agreed. Agreed. 100% agreed. Side, so we just got to give it a shot. Side note, uh, speaking of one of those multi-tires, Dylan Cooper, I just saw on uh, Instagram, he happened to get to meet um, Justin Jefferson from the Minnesota Vikings. He just got a picture with him. Like, he happened to be in town. Who did they play? Oh, they played. Uh, Wait, why do you know this? I just follow him on Instagram. Oh. So I saw that picture, and I I'm a Viking fan. If you, I was gonna say, if you can pan I, that can way, I be honest. Oh, is that why you were you trying to I'm, lead into me being a Viking fan? No, no. I is this sad if I don't know who Ju- Justin Jefferson? Justin Jefferson. He's like the he was like basically the rookie. Was he the rookie of the year last year? He from LSU and Vikings like first round pick. He was like I've, one of the I've best never, receivers in football. Never heard of him. You should have not admitted that. Oh, are you just saying because he was like, oh. beep. All right. Anyways, yeah, I'm gonna get his jersey. I hate you. <laughs> I can't believe I fell for that that bad. Uh, I'm, I'm mad about mad about it right now. I, Stop I, recording. I, I Turn it off. You, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so talk about some more of the jumpers here. Is there any more? Any others that we got to kind of cover? More. There's a lot more. Uh, I mean, talking to Benson. He was he was real happy with. I mean, he's not gotten into a whole lot other than drill work and kind of mm. breaking down triple and long. I think, but he was he was really excited and real pleased with how some of the jumpers are progressing and uh, coming along and what he's seeing in that. So that's good. Um, how are the vaulters doing? I haven't even really talked to. I think too they're many. doing pretty good. They're they're going up and over. Pole, bar bungee they're going they're pole vaulting over another pole <laughs> they're, they're putting the poles up. up where the bar should go <laughs> i know what i was saying pole the crossbar we, we teach them different over here at oscar yeah, come on down we actually put the we pole call it the vault. old stick jump we put the pole so we, there we don't even, and then use the crossbar to vault right right yeah that's why we have so but no they, they're, they're doing pretty well um you know remember yeah i mean you obviously know this but for our viewers vaulters hurdlers jumpers multiers sprinters the last few weeks here from, you know, what I send out for just like an opens practice. Well, one, I didn't get to see, you know, much of what they were doing, obviously, mm-hmm. but you know, it was just running workouts, you know, just giving them some basic stuff. Um, you know, they, they had some strength and conditioning stuff too. You know, there's a general strength and conditioning program that we run um, that'll just kind of teach them the basic lifts and whatnot. So, you know, they're going through that process, but you know, overall, for the vaulters from what I've heard on how they felt about these workouts before the season started, they were telling me that they feel faster. They feel strong. Um, Their speed is there. And I said, well, great. So we're going to use that and put it on the runway. That's that's exactly the point. Yep. So, so the, the off season training for them, you know, with what I've written up and just said, Hey, here's the running workouts. You know, go after them. I I didn't want it just to be some vault heavy, lift heavy, you know, you know, plan of attack. Um, you know, within those opens practices or open workouts that anybody could do. Um, I, I just kept it very vanilla for everyone and just said, here's a speed based, lactic based, um, you know, lifting centered, you know, program. And it's been it's been paying off dividends from what I've been hearing of how they how they felt about that instead of uh, just going right into some super technical drill-based work. Um, Al Taplin's our, our vault coach, and that's what he wanted too. He was just like, hey, you know, before we before we see him, 
Just get them running workouts, get them faster, get them stronger. I build a better athlete. And build a better athlete. Mm-hmm. So from what I've heard from them is, as they said, they feel fast, they feel strong, they feel efficient. And now it's just taking that newfound speed, newfound strength. And now we're getting, now we're getting a pole in our hands and attacking these, these runways. But well, one of the so, best, one of the best things will be getting one of our vaulters just back after football season that'll be that'll be a good start mm. just getting them back in colf but mr., uh, mr eli mr eli yeah 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 he's pretty good yeah, i've heard he's of pretty him good before. at stuff I've heard yeah. of him. he has many leather bound books his apartment smells of rich mahogany sorry that's an anchorman reference if anybody didn't that's a big you really had to that. tell them that was anchorman well i shouldn't have to who's watching this if you don't ron burgundy and he's gonna be like nice Will Ferrell. Yeah, he's like, yeah, thanks for the shout-out. If we're he in, is. We're in, if we're in an era now where people don't know Anchorman references. Mm, I bet you, mm, hey, shout us out, whoever, all three people that watch this, maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, let us know. They're going to lie, though. They're going to be like, yeah, strong, Anchorman, of course I knew that, dude. All right, hey, I mean, are we? have we pretty much covered – the track team kind of a little bit thoroughly there. Yeah. I mean, finally the sprinters look good. They oh, look fast. That's good. I they think look that's, great. that's what they should be doing. Is they should be, should should be, be running fast. and lifting and getting yeah. ready to go. Kicking Everybody is, is got that mentality of attacking the December meets. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I told him today, I told everybody today, Hey, you got five weeks of training yeah, I was gonna say, we before we hit out. Thanksgiving break. Oh, so you have, yes. we, we have five weeks so counting this week. We're of up. training that we can have consecutively before Thanksgiving break week. So we're about six, seven weeks out before the first. Six. Uh, so week seven and week eight right now would mm-hmm. be December fourth, which is meet week, and December eleventh, which meet is week. another meet week. M E A T. So meet week six week. is technically like that Thanksgiving break week, where you'd probably have your your Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm going to try to ask them to you know do some kind of you know, workout or something on Monday sure. of Thanksgiving sure. break week, maybe Tuesday, you know, I won't, I won't be with them, but just giving them something to just stay polished and not have, you know, nine days off, yeah. you know, you don't want them to have all of Friday or Saturday, Sunday, the week before, and then Saturday, Sunday, the week after of, Thanksgiving. A lot of turkey. Is that trip tryptophan? Is that what makes you like <laughs> in the turkey that makes you really Jeez, tired? Dying. Is it, is it, yeah. You've been dying for like a week and a half now. It's just my allergies. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, a lot of turkey and a lot of, I think it's tryptophan, right? Unvaccinated people. Just, yeah, I'm okay. Not against allergies, though. I'm back, not vaccinated against <laughs> For allergies. Real. I'm okay. All right. You're, and you're my voice work. sounds like this because I got into smoking. I was going to say smoke a pack a day. <laughs> and uh, Marble Reds. Marble Reds. Hit the spot. <laughs> I figured, you know, if you're going to coach track, you might as do well. it with a cigarette in your mouth. <laughs> Oh, no. that'll really that'll really show people that you're invested into the job yeah that's a that's how no I it's from yelling it's from <laughs> yelling at practice i get pretty animated. pretty excited animated animated sure you know really really like to show them how excited i am when they finish a 200 that's pretty painful so that's why i sound like this all right we gotta go we gotta talk uh one more we gotta start going outdoors with our team here let's talk about i think throws crew is outdoors right now right mm, yeah 
Yeah. Um, they are. Have you talked to? Uh, I mean, obviously you. She's a full time coach, so you've talked to Brittany. Like, what? What's the throws crew looking like? Coach Coach Sykes. Coach Sykes. Yeah. Uh, what the throws crew is? Uh, they're outdoors right now, right? Right. Well, we'll get her on the podcast. I'm sure. Yeah. For um, sure. but from what I've gathered is. Um, it's going well, you know, they're, they're getting the outside and finally just getting to throw and, you know, trying a little record, publish, rank, measure, you know, have, have a couple of bit of competitions here or there. Well, and you get, you um, get a lot of freshmen. I know she's doing like overhead toss. Um, mm-hmm. I think she's going to do a, you know, a basic, you know, hammer measurable, um, discus just to give them something to, to build a base off of, much mm-hmm. like you would like maxes for lifting yep. uh, in certain cases. Get an idea of what they're um, what And they're she's new. She, you know, she's the new full-time coach, so she's she wants to be able to get a, a good grasp on. Who can do what? Yeah, I mean, and just get a good grasp of, like, where people are, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, regardless if she's new or if you're, you know, here for a few years, she just wants to get a good idea of where people are measurably and, and build off of it. Sure. Build off of it, grow off of it. Um, She's been telling me that it's been going great. You know, they've caught some really good weather. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's going to end soon, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like. And they're going to want to stay outside as long as they can until know, we have to go like inside. We are, we are, I think Friday is like a low. <sighs> Friday is low in the like mid 30s. It's like, ugh, it's highs of like high 40s. Like, ugh. Oh, wow. Yeah. It'll be okay. Yeah, I'll be fine because I'll be high jumping. You'll indoors. be inside, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna be just great yeah. on the big, you know, the big. They'll be fine too. They jump they, on the king size. Okay, bed. if it's in the 30s, that's a little rough. But yeah, that's a night though. That's hey, night. the 40s, 50s. I mean, that's that's nice sunshine. That's all that's right. Nice that's nice sweatshirt, okay jacket. Sure. You know, yeah. stocking caps. I'm sure, but you know that'll that'll be good weather out there. They're trying to get as Long much. Johns. They're trying to get as much experience in hammer. Yeah. And I'm sure disc before they don't get that anymore. Well, so especially for any kind of incomers that are have never thrown that right. before, you know. Right. And you, and you could argue too that, you know, for for all those viewers that are watching if you're in um the throws in high school, um when you learn this new event called the hammer and the weight, it's actually nicer to learn hammer first and then go into weight. Mm. And a lot of it just is is it allows you to be more technical in the hammer and learning to push the ball. And um, because it's a longer implement, it's a little bit easier to understand, you know, countering the ball and just hitting better positions. Um, Cause the weight's not only shorter as an implement, which means it's going to move faster, sooner, heavier, I think too. Right? And it's, it's heavier. Yeah. So when it's heavier and it's shorter, um, it's a lot more chaotic to try to handle. Sure. So yeah, when you sense. go, Hammer first, you know, once again, I'm not a throws coach, but from what I've gathered is um, many coaches like to progress through hammer first because you can learn the turns and Mm -hmm. countering the ball more effectively there because the weight um, will take you if you can't counter and handle the weight effectively. So um, get outside as much as you can. Yeah. Because you can't throw hammer inside. Um, You you can try. You'd probably have have to do a lot of drywall. Or concrete, or concrete yeah. work. I don't know. Just I don't mean, do it, kids. You know, oh, man. stay in school. Don't think, do drugs. Keep hammer throwing outside. Yeah, those are the three one. things that I've I always think, told. Uh, the, you know, the, anybody that wants to know life advice, the throw for sure. The throwers would have to uh, probably come upstairs for that. And I think Matt and Brad 
Um, like yeah, the basketball be, coaches would probably frown upon that. Yeah, really, anyone. Probably drop a few I mean, on their I, basketball. I, I don't think I'd appreciate a, a hammer flying through the indoor facility. I mean, I'm trying to run. Kind of fun to look at, but I mean, yeah, you're right. Um, but you're uh, sick. Hey, you're sick, man. Yeah, uh, sometimes, yeah. Just well, you're you're caught. Next, not me. Next. Right, here we Next. go. Um, speaking, so staying with the kind of the outside theme. What about the cross country team? I see that on your your list of topics. Yeah, I put it up there. Um, um yeah. Tell me, tell me. I mean, we got to get Eamon on the podcast. Oh yeah, Coach yeah. McKenna. Coach McKenna, he's our head cross coach. Um, and distance coach for track. So if I day. recall, if I recall, um, at Oshkosh for everyone, by the way, um, I'm head track and field coach McKenna or Eamon is our head cross country coach. Um, I unfortunately don't get much, uh, relationship with cross country because we're actually in separate. Um, well, you're in season. We're in season right now. Too. Right, right. But like, I, I'm not the cross, I'm not a track and cross coach. Sure. Um, yep. so I don't get, um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I don't have a much of a pulse on everything in detail. And of course, you know, Eamon, Coach McKenna does an awesome job, mm-hmm. amazing job. Um, and then we obviously see those distance runners um, later on in the year for track. But I, I keep I keep uh, tabs. Um, from what I've seen, the men, I think, are fourth in the region right now. I think the rankings just came out today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for... Pop them up. For the women... I think they're, I think they're nine. Oh, you're like, yeah, look it up. Pop it up. I do have I think they're nine. So from what I've gathered is on the men's side, um, we have some pretty good depth. Um, we're trying to make sure that we just keep people healthy. They got a chance from a team's perspective because they have that, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh runner in that arsenal that can really help us build uh, into a, a team getting there. Um, and on the ladies' side, um, a few injuries, from what I've heard, have kind of, you know, nicked us here a little bit. But mm-hmm. we got some some talent on the top top end of the women's crew too. Um, they were just at, I believe, Oberlin. Uh, yeah, there was a, like a there was a regional style meet going on. Yeah, they went over to Ohio. Um, yeah, that looks sweet. They did pretty good. They they did. I, um, they the the big one that I saw that which was which was awesome to see was Hannah Lorenz. Yeah, she's been having um, a really nice cross season so far, right? She's killing the, the, it. From what I from what I'm trying to follow a little bit too and just poking in killing it and following yeah. on Twitter and all that kind of stuff is she's just she's yeah. just having and, a, and she's an upperclassman. You know, we knew what she was capable of. Mm-hmm. Um but from just as, you know, a fan mostly, uh you know, outside looking in, um seeing her in her years past as a national qualifier on the track side of things, um, she's always been at that level of, of, you know, very talented, strong, mm-hmm. but I think she's finally able to be healthy and really put a season together. Um, and hopefully this carries into track as well. Um, but right now she's firing on all cylinders. So she looks good. Uh, so the men's region, they are fourth. Men's are fourth. Yep. Women are ninth. Women right are now. ninth. Okay. So, yep. So what, what's hurting the women right now is, you know, we had some injuries uh, from what I've heard on uh, that, that, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth area mm-hmm. um, that we're just trying to find our identity there. Um, but it's a very, very talented group on both sides. Um, you're going to need some qualifiers, um, you know, top end, you know, runners on, on each side um, to be able to showcase what they got. So um, that's kind of what I've been seeing, you know, so far um, with where they are. 
Uh, I believe they have maybe a meet at Whitewater this this Friday. Um, but mm-hmm. next week is conference. Next week's conference already? Yep. I guess, yeah, yeah. I next suppose. week is conference. Where's that at? Do you remember? Eau Claire. Eau Claire. Conference Eau Claire. Oh. Mm. Nice. Keep Today, building. Yeah, they I look good. They really do look good. You know, Eamon, Eamon has that knack to get people at the right spot at the right time to do well. Yeah. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. it's a patience game. Um, it's a it's really uh, a game of, you know, really reading your athletes and knowing what they need relative to thinking that there's got to be, once again, this like cookie cutter, tapering, pasting, this is how we do it from here, and then just, quote, trust the plan. Um, I think Eamon does a, a really good job of not saying trust the plan, but more like, Hey, trust in where we are. I'll trust in your ability mm-hmm. and let's build a relationship to know that this is what you need in order to get ready. So trust in our relationship to be able to get us to where we need you. Sure. And instead of trying to follow this, this general, you know, yeah. specific, I should say general plan. That's almost too specific that can end up being you know, not beneficial for, for those that, that, uh, that need a different direction. So long story short, he's really good at reading his athletes and being able to work with them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Eamon's always fun to talk to. I haven't had a, I mean, he's the thing about cross is like, by the time I get there to coach high jump, which is only twice a week, he's already on the go and I, I don't run across him that much. So yeah. yeah, he's fun to sit down and talk to and, and, uh, converse with for sure. You find that out, you know, I, I don't want to go too off track. But you, don't you find that out? You don't want to go way off track? We're not. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> Excuse oh. Me. oh, you got the right one this time. Um, I This could be a whole other topic of conversation, but, you know, we're, we're talking about coaches and we're talking about, you know, our, our little areas of emphasis and our event groups. Mm-hmm. It's wild to remember that, you know, the like track and field is like this weird ecosystem of silos within events. Because you don't need jumpers and sprinters and distance runners and throwers all at the same practice. True. You know, like you're not that, you're not able to be that close all the time. Whereas in football, basketball, the centers, point guards, shooting guards, forwards, quarterbacks, D-line, linebackers, wide receivers, they're all going to be at practice together. And they're going to have their own little, you know, tribes, if you will. Um, And tracks can be a little bit tribal. But what's cool about track though, is that you get to have all of those different areas come together and be able to build that, that culture of, I would just say, yeah, we're all under the same brand. We're all under the same track and field yeah. program. Um, and it's just cool to, to see how it's a little bit unique track and field. Sure. You yeah. know, yeah, we like don't see each other every day at practice. We don't, we don't sport. have the specifics of knowing that we're all together all at one time, mm-hmm. but it almost makes it that much more enjoyable because you get to almost, it's almost refreshing to be able to say, Hey, how's, how is the hurdles crew doing? Mm-hmm. You know, how is the distance crew? How's the throws crew? Yeah. And then they all kind of come under one banner. Sorry. Yeah. Just spitballing a little bit. Yep. Throwing that out there. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I definitely, definitely agree for sure. I would tell you this. I think the best programs in the country do a very good job of allowing each event group to do what they need to do to be successful. And then getting them to But they have that same common theme where mm-hmm. like they, they get excited to hear how their teammates who they might, they hardly ever practice with are doing yeah. because they want to, and they want to know 
Well, that's, that's they want to know thing. how good they're doing, but they also want to know what a good mark is. Sure. Yeah. You know, you got sprinters or hurdlers say asking they don't know not they don't know anything about throws, but they're over. You know, if th- one of the throws events is going on last, you right. know, say like a shot put or something, they're like, hey, what's a good mark? You know, what's what's this athlete's PR? My teammate. Um, you know, and there might be a freshman and it's like they're the other teammates, a freshman or something. And it's just like, Hey, what's their PR? What are we looking for? And they're over there cheering. That's, that's fun to watch. For example, like when a, when a sprinter wants to know what a good hammer throw is and, or how their, their teammates are doing that throw hammer, mm-hmm. that, that shows how excited they are. Yeah. It shows how much they cool. see this as a unique sport, but from a team goal perspective, that same hammer disc thrower wants to know. Like what a good 5K is. Well, the, you know, and then who's who's strong in that 5K or who needs to work on that 5K? Sure. Um, and and they've once again, it's just well, track <laughs> track can be a 100% individual sport and it can be all the way to a 100% team sport. That's kind of the cool thing about track. <laughs> it's sort of like wrestling. <laughs> I'm dying. Sorry. Yeah, you are. It's sort of like uh, wrestling. <laughs> oh man, gotta get, gotta get him out of here. We gotta cut this part. <laughs> turn your mic off for a second when you're when you're done dying turn it back on will you um but but it's sort of like wrestling in uh in that regard where track is can be a hundred percent individual sport or a hundred percent team sport <laughs> or sort of anywhere in between um so that's kind of it's one of those cool things and it's also just a sport that you have to totally like self-motivate yourself for kind of just flip that switch back on where's that there you're, you're live again. I'm really sorry. Check, check. Yeah. I almost felt like I like choked. I don't know if it's because my voice is so. Well, you probably cruddy. have a real dry throat from yeah. Yelling. I found that after Tuesday or uh, Thursday gosh. last week. What do they call it? Um, the Colf lung. The Colf lung. Colf lung. I've never so heard our, that before. <laughs> our indoor track's called Colf Sports Center, <laughs> and it gets really dry up there. <laughs> And uh, that's why I'm struggling. I gotta stop yelling at practice. Yeah, maybe get your micro or megaphone back out. I got the cold lung pop. Get the get the uh, megaphone back out that you had. Oh my god! I gotta get that megaphone out. That would change lives. That would change lives. Athletes would hate me if they don't already. I mean, but I can actually just talk like this. Yeah, then you can talk normal. Just turn you up a little bit. Do we need to do any more? Do we? Are we got to keep going? Um, uh, I don't know. Is this a good place to this stop, might, or should we? We, talk? we can keep going. Uh, um, but this let's, this might let's be more the... Kyle's thoughts because I can't speak. So how about I just well listen to the crap that comes out of your mouth and well, all right. Well, let's hit this last topic here, <clears throat> talking about the NBA and the Bucks. <laughs> the Bucks had their first game tonight. They did beat the Kyrie Irving list thun- Thunder. I almost said, "Oh my gosh, Kyrie Irving list Nets." Kyrie Irving doesn't even play or has ever played for the Thunder. I don't know why. I don't know why that came. Do out, you? Know, but, how much? Do you, yeah, we're maybe, really sorry. We put we NBA as a topic down, and this guy just said the Kyrie Irving list Thunder. Yeah. Well, they he they are also where, Kyrie where, where were you going? I'm just curious. Well, how did? Why? Why did you say Thunder? I, I don't know. I don't know where it came from. I think I was thinking James Harden, Kevin Durant, like his teammates all played for the Thunder at one point. I don't know. No, no. That, um, well, hey, you, you... Maybe. You, maybe. I'm guessing that's where it came from. I, at least you redeemed a, yourself this, because you at least named 
the other two big three from that. Kevin and, and, and James. Sure, sure. Yeah, like just say their first name <coughs> dropping like they're our buddies. We'll have them on the podcast one day. Oh, you mean Kev? Kev yeah, Bot? Kev, Kev. You know, Katie Tripp. Kev Bot and Jimmy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how you know it's first name uh, basis. But anyway, I know Kev. Yeah, I know Jimmy. Sure, I know Jimbo. Sure. Kev from down the street. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, the Bucks tonight, Tuesday night here, they they did win their opening game. They're 1-0. They played the Nets. The Kyrie Irvingless Nets, mm. um, and uh, beat them up pretty good. Like we beat them by like twenty or twenty five, thirty, not thirty, but like twenty five, I think. And uh, before the game, I'm not a Bucks fan, so I don't I don't associate with we. But yeah. sure. oh sure, yeah, Bucks. Um, and before the game, they had the ring ceremony. They dropped the banner, you know, uh, from last year's championship. This the other one will be here soon. It's gonna be over. Here. Mm, you're stealing that. Got it. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh, you're supposed steal. to show me the rings. He, oh. He, yep. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta look at it. Grab your phone. Oh, you, yeah. I'll yeah. Show you it have to this here. thing called the internet on yeah, your television. Yeah, I sure do. I do. I do. That the audience yeah, yeah. can't see. Um. Yeah. Uh. Bucks championship ring. I have not seen this. Yeah. So it's. Uh, I wonder if this will be the video of it. It is. It's pretty. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Check this video out. So the ring, like, is also a necklace. Sorry, spoiler alert for everybody that hasn't seen this already. So you press this little button in there. It releases it. And then this is can be, a, like, a necklace pendant. What? It's kind of dope. All right. It's, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. What? So, like, the top of the ring comes off, and it's a necklace. And then if you look here, the top of the ring has all kinds of crazy engraving in it. The ring is cool. Like, look at this. It's got a, it's got a, uh, what is that called? QR code. QR code in it to like, I don't know if it's to know whose is what. Uh, Maybe to ID the ring. I don't know. And then it has all kinds of cool Just to little. Just ver- verify? Validate the ring? Maybe. Ver- you know, I don't know. So no copycats? It It's cool though. No is ring it, snatchers? Ring snatchers. You'll always know where it is? Is, is that not sweet? I'm okay, gonna, that is pretty cool. I'm going to get yeah. one. I'm going to get one. I'm going to see if uh, Giannis will bring me one. Probably not, but um, oh, Yanni, yeah. Yan, Yan? Yeah, Yanni. So, anyways, Bucks are one and zero. That is a great start. Uh, Eighty-one more games to go to have a perfect season, mm. best record ever. Doubt that. I did see Drew Holiday hurt himself today, or he got hurt. Probably didn't hurt himself. That's sounds a little morbid. But mm. uh, yeah, he got hurt today, and uh, hopefully it's not too bad. Hopefully it's uh just a, you know, walk it off, Drew. Yeah, hopefully that's what it is. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, one and zero start. Um, sounds like we played who everybody thinks is the odds-on favorites to win the uh, win the ship this year. We beat them, so that's a great start. Lakers in five, Bucks in six is what it goes. It's, it's Bucks in six is how it works, man. Come on, Lakers. everybody knows that. Lakers. I think I have something up here that says Bucks in six. No, I don't. I I gotta get that one yet. Apparently. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. The Lakers are winning it all. Not if Giannis has anything to say. They're not even going to beat the Nets. They just did. They literally just did. In the playoffs. Like, none of this matters. True. It is the NBA. Did Kev Kev even try? Dude, he had a, he almost, or did he have a triple double? Almost had a triple double, I think. I looked at the stat line. I did not get a chance to watch the game today. I didn't get home in time, unfortunately. Hey, we'll do more NBA talk on the next episode. Sure. Yeah. How about that? You know? Yeah, I, I just wanted to cover the Bucks, man. I only bring that up because my voice is killing me right now. Yeah, you, you here. You might. We have to. It's might, just dry. I don't know. Well, hey, I'm, I'm feeling better DL. now. 
But like, do I even, I don't even sound good. I don't even sound good to begin with. Do we got to put you on IR with designation to return? Because of my smoker problem? <laughs> because of your Marbreds addiction? I mean, smoking darts. <laughs> smoking darts. Smoking darts, watching the, All right, the NBA. Well, well, well should up we in, call it? Up in Colf. Should we, should we call it? Smoking cigarettes up in Colf. That's why my voice I is so dried out. Fits. He's just got more to say. This man, <coughs> if we let ourselves talk, we would both talk Don't for mind like me. 14 hours straight. This oh. would be the longest podcast ever. How long have we been going? About an hour. All right, we got to go. Yeah, we got to go. We it's got nice seeing all of you. Tune in next week. On the next episode of Way Off Track, we'll be, we will be discussing probably another weekly update with the track program. Mm-hmm. Maybe we bring on a guest. I think we might bring a guest or two. Mm. We Maybe could talk two. a little bit more basketball. We could talk a little just random sports stuff and all kinds of That's life true. and stuff. It's true. Yeah, so. Hey, cool, cool. Uh, down below, comment to let us know what you want to see in the next episode. Um, and we'll make sure that we take in your thoughts and reviews of the... God, could you imagine if we actually got a comment on our videos? If we get a comment. I'd feel like Logan Paul. If you get a comment, you're entered into a Maybe. drawing for I feel, a free t-shirt. I feel t-shirt. like Joe Rogan. You know, hey. If you comment, you're entered into a drawing for a free t-shirt. Not saying we're Can ever going to have. comment? Because I, I, I. I'm not saying we're ever going to have this drawing, but there might. It could happen. You ready? You're having to go up against me who wants this t-shirt that Kyle apparently is giving out. No. There you have it. He's not giving it to I'm me. I'm going to walk into Justin's closet in his room, grab a t-shirt out, and we're raffling. And we're raffling. My... <laughs> well, now I have to comment because I can't lose any more shirts. All right. We're getting way off track. Let's end this thing. Wrap it up. All righty. Thanks, everyone.